welcome back to SouthPod, the voice of the Southern Health and Social Care Trust. Now, there is something to be said about leaving an old year behind and looking ahead at the clean slate of a new one. Today, we want to show you what our Stop Smoking service can do for you, what are the benefits of giving up the habit, both financially and for your physical well-being. And we spoke to Siobhan, who with the help of our team has given up smoking after 45 years. So make sure you keep listening to the end to hear how that's changed her life. First of all, we're going to speak to Valerie from the team. So Valerie, many people may not know that, that there is a Stop Smoking team within the Southern Trust. So why don't you tell us a bit more about them? The Stop Smoking Service um, is funded currently by the Public Health Agency. Um, it is provided with trained Stop Smoking Specialists who are based in various settings throughout the Southern Trust area. They're based in GP surgeries, health centres, hospitals and other community settings. There's also specialists based in the maternity and mental health settings. The clinics currently would be one-to-one and this would be via face-to-face telephone or video link. We also offer a monthly support group for people who are currently in the service and this just gives them an extra bit of support. At the clinic we use a wide range of proven methods to help you quit smoking and we also help to develop an individual quit plan based on why you smoke and why you want to quit. Uh, We give accurate information on advice including details of NHS approved treatments uh, to help you quit smoking. We will also provide follow-on support during the first few months of you stopping smoking. And why is it better to get support to stop smoking rather than just getting medication? Evidence would show that uh, you're up to four times more likely to stop smoking for good if you use a combination of stop smoking treatment and receive support through a stop smoking specialist. So do we have any maybe statistics on how many people our team have helped? Yes, um, over the last five years we've seen well over 8,000 people in our clinics in the Southern Health Trust and after four weeks over 5,200 of these clients have stopped smoking. That's a massive 65% of people stopping. You could be one of these people if you tried. And it's not only general members of the public, our staff can also avail of the service. Yes, absolutely. Our service is available to staff as well and we have had many staff over the years that have come through the services and have stopped successfully. We would encourage all our staff who do smoke to give it a go. So like Valerie had mentioned earlier, our stop smoking teams not only work in the community but also in various areas of the hospitals and some of our consultants in those areas want to just say a few words um, about the benefits that stopping smoking can have for their patients. So, for instance, if you need to come into hospital for surgery and or an operation and you are a smoker, there are benefits to stop before you arrive. Dr. Cullen, why should patients who are having surgery give up beforehand? Our pre-operative assessment team strongly encourage all patients who smoke to consider stopping in the run-up to their surgery. Stopping smoking reduces the risk of post-operative chest infections, reduces risk of complications and enables people to get home faster following their surgery. And Dr. Manone is one of our consultant cardiologists. Figures show that just 12 hours after you quit smoking, 
that the carbon monoxide level in the blood drops to normal, allowing more oxygen to vital organs like your heart. So perhaps you could explain to us how stopping smoking benefits the heart. Smoking has a major effect on cardiac conditions. Uh, it is thought that uh, smoking can be associated with a doubling of cardiac mortality. And in fact, if we're able to stop smoking, uh, it is the most effective intervention, even more so than reducing cholesterol, blood pressure, uh, treating diabetes and other cardiac risk factors. In addition to the effects on death, smoking also increases the risk of heart attack by four times and has major effects on uh, the healing after stenting and indeed some peripheral vascular conditions. If patients manage to stop smoking, uh, within hours they can see benefits in terms of blood pressure and pulse reduction and uh, within a day or two improvements in blood clotting uh, and in lipid fractions. By three months their lung function may improve. By year their um, cardiac uh, impacts start to be seen in terms of reduction in death and uh, by five years we see major benefits. Uh, by 15 years uh, the risks in terms of a, a cardiac uh, event for patients are reduced to that of a non-smoker. Dr. Mohan, we all know that smoking can damage lungs, but how, so how beneficial is it for someone to stop, especially if they have a pre-existing respiratory condition? Cigarette sm uh, smoke damages the airways and lung tissue and can lead to such conditions as COPD and lung cancer. Smoking cessation is, is the only thing that can slow down the rate of decline of lung capacity and reduce the risk of developing lung cancer. Cigarette smoke also damages the medicines that are used to treat COPD, making them less successful. Therefore, I would strongly recommend that cigarette smoking be uh, a part of your management of your lung conditions. It's never too late to stop. So we have some specific specialists throughout the different areas in the hospital um, who are each kind of just want to give a brief overview now of what it is they do. So, Nikki, can you explain why someone who smokes is admitted into hospital, what they can expect? During a patient's admission assessment, they are asked if they smoke and are offered nicotine replacement therapy. Due to COVID, we are unable to see the patients face-to-face, um, -face, but they will be reviewed after discharge via either virtual, video or telephone. After COVID, we'll be able to see patients on the ward and offer them help and advice during their admission. And Diane, can you explain from a mental health service perspective, what would be the process for someone who smokes and how beneficial it would be to the patient to stop smoking? On admission to Bluestone Unit, all service users who smoke are seen by myself and offered support to either quit or reduce the amount they smoke. They offered nicotine replacement therapy and I regularly visit the wards to review and support them with this. This support will continue when they're discharged from hospital. I also accept referrals from all mental health teams, including primary mental health care, addiction services, resource centres and supportive living sites. People with mental health conditions who successfully quit smoking will experience not only benefits to their physical health by reducing the risk of respiratory and vascular disease, but also to their mental health. A study showed that quitting smoking was associated with reduced depression, anxiety and stress and quality of life compared with continuing to smoke. Nicotine also increases the metabolism of some drugs, so when a patient stops smoking, their medications can often be reduced. 
and evidence also suggests that beneficial effects of stopping smoking on symptoms of depression and anxiety can equal that of taking an antidepressant. So Ursula, you're one of the specialists that work within the maternity unit. Can you give us a brief account how pregnant women and their partners can receive stop smoking support and the benefits for both the mother, baby and their partner? Pregnant women who smoke are identified with a booking appointment and referred to the Stop Smoking Specialist Midwife, who will offer support to quit or reduce. There is an opportunity to opt out. Smoking is one of the most modifiable risk factors in pregnancy, and stopping smoking is one of the most important things you can do to improve your baby's health, growth and development. If you smoke or are exposed to other people's tobacco smoke, it is known as passive smoking. Babies in the womb are exposed to smoke or passive smoke have a higher than normal risk of being stillborn or dying soon after birth, being born early, or their growth and health being affected. Giving up smoking at any stage in your pregnancy is good for you and your baby. It is never too late. As soon as you stop, the chemicals will start to clear from your body and your baby will get more oxygen. Ask smokers to support you and keep your baby healthy by smoking outside and not near you. This includes in the car. Also try to keep away from smoky places and people who are smoking. Partners who smoke can also be referred to the Stop Smoking Service. And Caroline, so how can I or anyone be referred into the Stop Smoking Service? You can be referred into the Stop Smoking Service in a number of ways. Your GP or practice nurse, health professional or anyone else who looks after your care. Your family, friends and even you can refer yourself. This can be done using a referral form or telephone the central number at 028 3756 4400 or email us at stop.smoking@southerntrust.hsceni.net. You can find these details on the Southern Trust website. And Teresa, do you need to be stopped smoking to attend the clinic? And how long can I attend for? No, you just need to be thinking about stopping. The Stop Smoking Specialist can help you work towards your quick date and discuss the methods available. Together, the most suitable method to help you quit can be decided. We will support you throughout your journey and for a few months after your quick date. And Emma, what happens if anyone relapses? You know, they maybe have done so well and then they go back on the cigarettes. They maybe feel they can't come back to the clinic, can they? Yes, relapsing is part of learning and working towards stopping. You can contact the Stop Smoking Service again and rearrange and engage. Support is very important and learning from how you relapse can help you stop and succeed the next time. And earlier we had mentioned that we have Siobhan. So thank you, Siobhan. Thank you for being so patient and waiting to have a wee chat. Siobhan, you wanted to share your story in the hope that anyone who finds themselves wanting to give up can do it just like you did. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what the beginning of your stop smoking journey was like. I attended the smoking cessation from September to November 2019. So let me tell you something about me. I started smoking when I was 12. Everybody did, all my friends did, and I smoked for 45 years. 
uh, I decided after some news from the dentist that something may be wrong, I decided I would stop smoking and I went to the GP. I seen the practice nurse and she prescribed Shampix and I thought these are a miracle drug. I won't even have to try, they'll just make me stop smoking. They didn't work. I didn't stop and the practice nurse got fed up and she said you have to stop smoking. Um, but I just couldn't. I it was ingrained in me. There was just I just couldn't. I needed help. I needed some help. So I was referred then as a last resort, which I think it should have been the first resort to the community smoking cessation. And I met the angel that is Valerie. Valerie is wonderful. Can't thank her enough. She's patient, she's kind, she's funny, non-judgmental. Um, just just wonderful. I just can't praise her enough because without family, I would still be smoking. So then after being referred to the team, what happened then? So I attended family last year and the first thing she said was, do you want to set a date to stop smoking? And I said, oh, no, I was terrified to stop smoking. Sounds ridiculous. Sounds ridiculous. But there were so many barriers to me stopping. So I felt I had no willpower at all. I also felt I'd been smoking so long. What's the point? The damage is done. And I actually enjoyed smoking. Sounds, I mean, now it sounds ridiculous, but I loved smoking. It was just a habit. It was just something that I did. And to my kids and grandkids, I was just granny or mommy who smoked. It's just me. So I believed that I could cut down myself, that I had a routine and I could miss the odd cigarette. And I had been taking nicotine minis to help me to cut down for five years. And I had cut down from about maybe 30 a day to just under 20. So I started the Shampex again and Valerie gave me some ideas to help. And she told me to just try my best. She says, if you try your best, that's all we can ask. But every week I would go and see Valerie and she would ask me how I got on. What were the points? What made me smoke? Which cigarette did I do without? And we did this week after week. And then I was down to, without thinking, I was down to six cigarettes a day. Six. Six! I couldn't believe it. And better than that, I didn't even miss the other cigarettes, truth be told. So the weather changed. It was coming the end of November. It was this time last year. Very cold. And Valerie's last homework for me was to smoke only outside the house. And I thought, oh, it's too cold out there. I couldn't go out. So I kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off until I was down to three cigarettes a day. Went to a wedding on the 6th of December and smoked six again. I was so disappointed. So the next day I had three and the day after I stopped. The weather was atrocious and I knew I had to go outside to smoke. And I kept thinking, I'll wait till the wind goes down. I'll wait till that rain stops. It never stopped all day. And I managed one whole day without any cigarettes, being conscious. I mean, being awake and talking to people, and I didn't smoke. And I have never smoked from that day to this. And I know if I have one cigarette, I'll go back on it. Still love the smell of smoke. Still, I'm like a best kid, sniffing the smoke when people walk past me. But if I took one cigarette, I would all that work that Valerie put into me, all that faith she had in me would be destroyed and I would start smoking. So despite the weight gain, I'm blaming COVID for that as well, because apparently everybody put on a stone in COVID and I only put on punstone 10, so 10 pounds to stop smoking, worth it. 
despite the weight gain, I can easily lose it again. I will not smoke again. I will not let you die, Valerie. Go to Valerie, she's brilliant. And just like Siobhan says, you too can go to Valerie or any of the team and get the help that you need if you want to stop. Well, thank you so much to everybody for taking part. That was hopefully really beneficial to someone out there. And like I said, if you have any questions, you can just get in touch with the team. Thank you.